With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, and welcome to Self-Care is Sexy. My name is Chris, and I'll be your host. We're a podcast that's here to generate and share self-care ideas with each other. Last episode, I brought you some really great gift ideas for self-care and some holiday travel tips. If you're headed out to see the families this weekend and getting ready to go home, please be safe and make sure to get as much self-care in as you can before, during, and even after your visits. Want to give you a quick preview of what to expect from today's show. So today, I'm going to be talking about self-care solitude. We're going to go over why it's so important to do some of that self-care all alone and how you can actually get that time to yourself, as well as I want to talk about the dirty little secret that the self-help and therapy world doesn't want you to know and how knowing this secret is going to save you so much time and money and really help you not only get the self-care you need, but actually turbo boost your self-love and confidence to help you really achieve anything you want to this year without having to buy a bunch of crap or change what you're already doing but first a few quick housekeeping notes it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver i kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out chumba casino at chumbacasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Hello, my friends. I hope that you're doing well and you're getting ready for all the festivities this weekend, making sure to take really good care of yourself in the process. Before I get started today with my topic on self-care solitude, I just want to check in. We've had a lot of brand new listeners subscribe to the show over the last few months, and I I just kind of want to say, like, hello, and let you know if you're new what you've got yourself into. So my name is Chris, and this show is coming to you from Portland, Oregon, here on the West Coast. This podcast actually started out as a private Facebook group where a bunch of friends just were posting about what we're doing for self-care and what was working and what wasn't. And one of the members was in design school and was doing their senior project. And they asked for my help trying to come up with something creative. And at the time, I had kind of already been thinking about doing a podcast. Originally, I was going to create something um, around tarot card readings and like spiritual stuff. But then my friend approached me and showed me all this incredible, amazing design work she had done with the phrase, self-care is sexy. Voila, it was born. Now, three years later, I talk about self-care, what I've learned. Previously, we had interviewed some amazing folks about what they do for self-care. I'm actually really happy to announce that this next year, we already have some amazing guests lined up. So if you are just sick of hearing my voice all along this last past year, the 
wait is over. We've actually got some fresh guests coming in to talk all about their self-care and their amazing different perspectives. So welcome to the show, no matter how you found me. Maybe we know each other, or maybe you were just searching the podcast, looking for something to listen to. However you found me, I do believe that today's episode, it was designed for you. This message is coming to you for a reason, and I want that message to be that above all, no matter what, you are worthy of your own time. You deserve your own love and kindness and support. And you know, I know I know that self-care is not actually really natural for a lot of people. That there's a lot of us out there, including probably you, that have to make effort like to purposely love ourselves. It doesn't have to be like an overhaul, complete 180 of everything you're doing right now. You know, I'm not asking you to buy a bunch of stuff or fill out a 365-day journal about self-care or go on some conference or or anything really wild or crazy with this show. And, and what we're trying to do is just remind you that you can do self-care and that you can make that self-care really impactful to your life without having to change everything or do some radical juice cleanse that just by working on your mind and your internal dialogue with yourself, you can make some huge changes. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually just tell you this dirty little secret that I talked about before, that the self-care, the self-help, the therapy world in general does not want you to figure out. Because if you do, they might go out of business, right? But the truth is, what they don't want you to know is that it does not take much. It really doesn't. You know, right now, if if you're struggling and you have a poor relationship with yourself or you have this really bad image, like really inside, you think you're just like a piece of crap or you can't get your shit together or or maybe since you were like little, you were told that you're worthless and that's just like stuck with you this entire time and you just cannot seem to shake it. Well, no matter how confident or amazing you might appear on the outside, inside, you might be struggling and, and fighting against yourself with all these like negative ideas about yourself. And this big secret is that the voice inside you, the internal monologue that's telling you that you're this giant piece of shit, it never actually turns off. It never stops. And I'm sorry to be the one to have to tell you that if you didn't already understand that, but the the fasting and the self-care tips that I hand out, it's never going to actually shut that voice off. It's there. It lives there. It's been there for a long while. And the only thing that you can do is add to it. You can add to it. You can learn over time to turn the volume down on that negative internal monologue, but it never actually goes away. So instead of trying to like overhaul your life to make those bad thoughts about yourself and that feeling like you're a piece of shit no matter what you do to, to make that go away, let's work on adding to that negative narrative and see if we can just dole it out long enough to let that positive new mindset take over. Let that new voice be louder. And again, this does not require some mega overhaul or anything out there. You know, we're going to get to the start of the year where every podcast you listen to is going to be talking about a new way to change everything. And there's going to be all this messaging from the diet culture and the diet industry to, to radically do something you've never done before and clean out all your closets and, you know, Marie Kondo your life 
life and like, you know, radically change everything to get to a place where you feel better and you feel happier and you feel confident and good about yourself every day, no matter what's happening. And that is a fucking lie. It's a lie. Don't buy it. I'm here to advocate on behalf of the actual truth. I'll save you the time from going through all the juice cleanses and the cleaning out of your closet and the defriending people on Facebook and trying to like change everything that you're currently doing. I'll save you the time and effort. I've already been through all of that. And I'll tell you, it doesn't work. It doesn't give you the results you want, which is feeling better about yourself and being able to love yourself and build that relationship and have that confidence and know no matter what's going on that you have your own back. And for my listeners out there that, you know, I know they don't have time for a new routine or new therapy or anything like that. But surprise, you can really add that positive voice and you can change all of this without doing very much in your life. So for example, did you shower today? Like I'm guessing 50-50% chance, right? Like maybe you made it to the shower today, maybe you didn't. Well, that is absolutely an act of self-care. And before you roll your eyes and you're like, well, that's not very profound. I do that every day. It's not really self-care. Like it's a chore. It's routine to you. Well, taking a shower absolutely is self-care. And how it can become self-care that changes your life is that you can add in the practice with that positive new internal voice. You can start by, you know, as you're like washing your body, thanking your body for still working after all the shit you've put it through. You know, you can say sorry to the fat on your tummy or your underarms for how you've been putting it down every time you see it in the mirror or pictures or whatever. And instead, love your body for being there and really start to connect with it. And it's it's just these little tiny acts like this that don't cost money. They don't require like a three-day conference in the woods or hours of therapy. But this small little stuff works. It's subtle, but it works. Okay, how about water? Did you Have you drank any water at all today? At all? Like if not right now, if it's safe to do so, before you do anything else, I want you to take a sip of water. And before you do... I want you to speak like a little blessing into the water. You know, say something like, thank you, amazing hydrating water. Come into my body and clean out all the toxins. Or you could say, I love you, body. That's why I'm drinking water for you, for for all that you do for me. You know, anything that you want to add that's like self-love talk, every single time you take a sip of water or you drink water. And There are millions of opportunities in your everyday life that you can do this kind of stuff because self-care starts with learning about how to love yourself, how to take care of yourself. And a lot of us don't need, you know, to take long baths or do massages or get our nails done or anything like that. What we really need to do is start amplifying that positive voice so that it will begin to drown out that repetitive, negative, asshole drill sergeant in our heads telling us on the daily how we failed, we've not met the mark, we're not good enough. This is so key. Once you start to understand and learn that you're not going to shut off the negative voice, you're never going to turn it off. You're just going to have to learn how to live with it, work with it, 
and create something else that's louder. Even after you've practiced self-care diligently, all the tips and tricks that I give you on this show, you do them, you're journaling, you're working through this stuff. No matter what you do, you will still have moments in life where something comes up and your immediate thoughts are going to be what a piece of shit you are and how much you suck and how you have failed. And instead of banging your head against the wall and trying a new way to make that go away, if you just work on the small, tiny little additions of this hippie, woo-woo, positive self-talk stuff, it really works. It really works. And it works better and it's longer lasting than a horrible fucking celery juice cleanse or cleaning out your closet and donating everything that doesn't bring you joy. Talking to yourself in a positive way or saying loving affirmations to yourself is more powerful than any of that other shit. And I promise you, please take it from somebody who is, if you're listening to the show, you know me. I'm down to earth. I'm telling you like it is. I'm not trying to sell you nothing. I'm just talking to you about self-care. And when you make self-care kind of your business, you begin to see patterns. You see what works, what doesn't. And it all comes down to getting creative with how you can insert really positive talk to yourself on a daily basis. I truly believe the power of the positive thinking, the power of the positive self-talk. I've watched it change my life and create miracles. And I want that for you too. All right, today's topic is about self-care solitude. And we're going to go through six different points about self-care solitude. And then I'm going to talk about how you're going to be able to get some of that solitude. The how is pretty easy. That'll just take a few minutes. I'll rattle right through it. But the points that I want to hit today are really going to talk about what's good about solitude. Because I think a lot of us, you know, shy away from the solitude, especially in our go, go, go lifestyles of being overstimulated and just on fire all the time. A lot of people think of solitude as this negative thing or maybe the cue for depression to kick in or they look at it as something to be avoided at all costs. The first factor about self-care solitude that I want to talk about is that darkness is not bad. Right now, you know, we are in the darkest period of the year, at least in the northern hemisphere. We're, we're up here, you know, in the upper north corner of the world. And so it's dark at like 4 p.m., right? And it doesn't even start to get semi-light out until 7 a.m. So we're in this really dark period of winter. And that can be super depressing for a lot of people. But the first thing I want to talk about when it comes to self-care and solitude is that darkness is not a bad thing metaphorically speaking and literally speaking. Metaphorically speaking, I'm sure you've heard the key buzzwords all over, you know, social media, TikTok, therapy, whatever, about shadow work, about working with your demons, about calling them out, about looking them in the face, giving them their day in court, and thanking them for whatever they have to teach you. So that is a very powerful practice. And Darkness is not a bad thing in a literal way. Like I said, it gives your body and your and it cues your mind to accept inactivity and to accept kind of retreating, which is extremely important for recharging your body, your mind, your spirit. The second factor I want to talk about self-care solitude, that alone time 
equals focus. When you have the time to just sit with yourself, to just be with yourself, and you're not purposely distracting with like TV, scrolling, or whatever, you're really able to focus on what's going on with you. And for a lot of us, that's extremely uncomfortable. You know, there's entire industries built around keeping you from being bored or being alone. But the benefits of alone self-care time is that you really get this focus on what's important to you. What are your priorities? You know, this is a time of year where a lot of people start to think about their goals or how they want to show up this next year in their life or what they want to accomplish. And in order to do that without all the influence or without other people's opinions, you really do have to get alone. You have to kind of shut out all the distractions in order to really get the focus that you need to understand what's coming through. Because you might not be hearing yourself. You might have a disjointed conversation where all you can hear is that asshole drill sergeant that we talked about. Like, you may have a positive voice inside you telling you that you are good enough, that you did do enough today, that what you're bringing to the table is amazing, but you're just not hearing it because there's so much going on around you. And the third factor about self-care solitude is that quiet time sharpens you. Your senses are absolutely dulled by the barrage of stimulation in your face every day. Even if you think you have like the most boring life ever and it's the same old thing or it's really super lame right now, you are still being stimulated beyond what's healthy and quiet time allows you to reconnect with those sentences. I'm a part of a weight loss group, and one of the things that they suggest when we're trying to really focus on feeling the feelings, the physical feeling of having had enough food, they have this thing called a monk meal, M-O-N-K, like monks in the monastery, where you just sit completely quiet, undistracted, nothing else going on, and eat your food. And it is such a radically different experience than eating just like you normally would. Whether you sit down in front of Netflix and find something great to watch while you're relaxing or whether you're eating standing up in the kitchen ready to go or going through the drive-thru, the experience is so much different because quiet, just being quiet and having no noise around you, it absolutely heightens all of your senses. You definitely hear more when it's quiet. You see better because your eyes are more focused and not distracted by the sounds off in the distance. I know for me, when I step into this recording booth and it's quiet and I can't hear anything, it does feel like time slows down a little bit. You know, there's a different vibe and I absolutely feel my senses are definitely heightened. Even the coffee tastes better in the recording booth. And a third positive attribute about self-care solitude is that inactivity allows for contemplation. And I want you to really think about this right now. When is the last time you just sat down, thought about your life or yourself or whatever without distractions or anxiety or that feeling of like, what I got to do next, what I got to do next, I got to get going, I got I to get from here to here to here to here. You might have all the answers you need locked inside of you, 
but you can't access it because you're so go, go, go all the time. It's one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And self-care solitude requires inactivity. It's really important that you take time to do nothing because before technology took over, there were periods of time where you just had to stand in line and just sit there with your thoughts. There wasn't a computer in your back pocket that you could look up dog pictures and funny videos or listen to, you know, new music or whatever. Inactivity, just sitting and doing nothing is probably one of the least valued commodities that we have at our disposal to help us with our mental health, our self-care, our focus, our attention, all of those things. You have to make it a priority. Another very important attribute of self-care solitude is that disconnecting, it allows you to process. Because let's be honest, everybody, there is probably some shit going on that you haven't dealt with, like some emotions that haven't been given their day in court. There's, there's things that we need to process that have happened to us over the last few years. We all tend to just like keep going, right? Like just head down, plow forward, get to the next thing. What's next? What are we doing next? You know, everyone kind of experiences this trauma and then just plows on through. And that's what's happening in our society right now. And when you really just disconnect from the world, that gives you a, just a beat, a moment to have that emotional connection with yourself and allow those feelings to come up. Whether they're good or bad, who cares? Don't judge. Just let it happen. You've got to carve out some time, especially right now, to have that alone time, to process through all the stimulation. You really have to take some time to disconnect from all that's going on and allow yourself the time to process through all this big stuff you've been going through. Because buried feelings never die. They just fester and grow mold and become toxic to you. And over time, they really wear down your ability to enjoy life. And the whole point of self-care is to feel better. That's the whole point. That's why you tuned into this podcast. You want some ideas on how to take care of yourself so you can feel better. And today's idea, today's topic is take some quiet time alone. The busier you are, the more you have going on, the more you need to counteract that with some quiet alone time. And last but not least, solitude allows you to reconnect to yourself. So who are you? Like at the core of you, before anyone came at you with their opinions or their judgments, like who are you? What do you like to do? What do you want to do? What makes you who you are? It might be lost in doing all this stuff for other people and your self-worth being attached to helping or doing or producing. So it might be time to just really connect with yourself. And solitude, quiet time, being alone is how you do that. Again, I want to run over those positive attributes of self-care solitude Number one, darkness is not bad. Number two, alone equals focus. Number three, quiet time sharpens you. Number four, inactivity allows contemplation. Number five, disconnecting allows for processing. And number six, solitude allows you to reconnect with yourself. All right, so real quickly before I wrap up, you might be saying, Chris, this sounds great. I need to take some alone time, some alone quiet time to myself for self-care. How do I get that? 
Well, real quick, I've got some very quick ideas on how you can do that. Number one, play hooky. Call in sick. You deserve it. You probably have PTO built up. Number two, turn off your phone. Even if you can't do it for a whole day, maybe an hour here and there, doesn't have to be all together, but just get into the habit of disconnecting from that phone. Number three, go out and get into nature. That is the fastest way to create some solitude. Number four, maybe it's time to plan a writer's weekend. If you don't know what that is, it's just a weekend. You get a cabin to yourself. You go out. You be alone. It's, it's what writers do when they're working on books and stuff. Number five, get a babysitter. You don't have to have a date night or any real reason. Just get a babysitter to watch your kids so you can have alone time to reconnect. Number six, avoid social media. Like, think about it. How long have you actually gone without it since it was created or since you signed up? Time to take a break. Number seven, sleep in the spare room. If you and a partner have been together for years and years and years and you love them to death, you got a spare room in the house, go sleep in it for the night. If you have a healthy enough relationship, this should not cause any problems, but have the conversation with them first so they know, hey, I'm just trying to get a little self-care alone time. It's just for a night. There's nothing wrong between us. Have the conversation. Do it. It's worth it. Number eight, next time you're taking your next time you're on an errand, take some alone time in the car. Again, it doesn't have to be a big old long weekend away. You can take these little moments of self-care solitude anywhere you can get them. And last but not least, ask for it. Just ask for what you need. If you need some alone time, if you need some quiet time, get the cojones up and just ask for it. And when you do get that alone time, finally you're to yourself. Try not to get caught up in having to do something or accomplish something or achieve anything. It's really just about practicing this art of being alone, being with just yourself, and maybe, God forbid, being bored. All right, friends. Happy holidays to you and yours if you celebrate. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have a story you'd like to share and you want to be on the show, please email me. It's Chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. Okay, we've got some really great content coming your way, including some new interviews, so stay tuned. And remember that self-care is sexy. We're giving you permission to put yourself first. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.